Great morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm joined here again with Ricardo Acevedo. Wow. Another podcast to go. Excited, man. Excited. I was waiting for it for sure. Yeah, there was some... I tell you guys, today's episode really hits home for me. Uh, I chose these three topics myself today, Ricardo, and I've been so excited to hear how you're going to dish out on them and really just expand on them because one, they're deep to my heart, but two, just I, I have questions on them and I'm hoping you can answer them for me. Absolutely. We'll definitely do our best. Cool, man. So uh, we have the format as usual. Let's go right into the first topic. First topic has been, and this is something that I was struggling with. So for those who don't know, I was struggling with loneliness and depression and just, I was feeling, in a, I was in a bad place, Ricardo, and I, we had an off-topic discussion maybe two months ago now and yeah, it really it really helped me adjust and i want to say thank you on camera for that by the way it you're welcome it was very meaningful and um i had another topic or discussion a couple of days ago with a friend of mine and then it just it hit home for me and the topic we were talking about was vulnerability and the concept of vulnerability is speaking your mind and i, I think that's so difficult today in society especially as a man right i think yeah. as as men we're just we're, we're pushed as this, you know, to be the protector, to be this alpha, to not really show weakness. Right. And I can only speak on myself, but when I did that for so many months and years, it just sort of built up to the point where it broke me. And I was hoping that you can expand on the concept of vulnerability, speaking your mind, really speaking sometimes the feelings that you don't want to speak about and how that helps you, who do you speak it with and so forth. Well, I think that uh, going back to your conversation and I think it naturally flew very well. And I think you probably, um, at the moment I responded back to your, you know, to your discussion on when you were sharing that with me, I think your uh, response was in a sense, maybe a little bit, um, in surprise because I told you, you not, not to worry about it or not, not necessarily just not to worry about it, but to understand that, that I feel, I feel, I think we all go through that. And, mm -hmm. and I think that you took it in a way where, where it relieved you to know, that you're not the only person that goes through, you know, emotional, in a sense, ups and downs. And I know you were, you know, going through a situation where you had, you know, months of feeling lonely and, and, and feeling depressed and, and, and you getting up every single day, uh, executing your day, despite of how you felt inside. Yeah. And I think that once we had that conversation, I told you, Hey, I, I go through that stuff sometimes, man. So, you know, you need to understand that's just part of growth. You know, we go through situations in life where it just makes us, you know, have those up and down emotionally because we're human beings and we face circumstances and situations on a daily basis. And it's hard for us to share it, right? It's hard for us to explain it because it makes us feel weak. Like you mentioned, it makes us feel that, that um, that people is gonna change the way they think about us, yeah. and and it's about our image, right? We're strong, uh, we're always you know successful, and we never have any issues. We're always you know on on the highest. But I think you know, uh, and I've read this on a book. You know, most successful people have those up and down very periodically. You know, they have ups and they have a lot of downs. But I think that's what keeps them stronger because they keep on rebuilding off of those moments when they're down. Mm. You know, that's when they dig deep and, and start digesting and, and going over information and situations and how you dealt with it the last time you had it and how you bounce back back and got your momentum and your emotions and, 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 and your rhythm going back again. That I was always used to really understand that it's it's it happens and it happens, but it's really hard to share it. 
and explain it because you feel that um, people is not going to understand or they're going to criticize you and they're going to think you're weak mm. and all of a sudden they're going to see you different. Yeah, I think especially in business, right? Like in business, you're taught, you know, to never show your losses, quote unquote, right? Like Correct. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. Yeah. That's why you want to work with me because I'm a winner. Yeah. It's like, how do you, how do you bridge that gap of like, I'm a winner, but I have failed multiple times. Like, how do you communicate that? You know what I mean? Where it's like, I think that's when you have your core group of people where you obviously built that relationship, people that you obviously, that you're around, that, that, that you built that, you know, that, that comfort zone where you're able to share with them. You know, I, you shared with me, I've shared with you. And I think that, you know, you have to just find people within your sphere that obviously you feel comfortable sharing and it's always good. You, you sit down and you discuss, you know, your wins, mm -hmm. but also your losses. And I think that through those losses, I think that's where you built up the most. And I think, uh, you had a very, I think a very important aha moment. I think after we had that discussion that just allowed you to be more free and have freedom to express your feelings and even myself, because I looked at you and, and obviously I looked at you as a very young, successful kid Thank with you. a lot of, you know, with a lot of um, passion and a lot of confidence on himself. But deep inside of you, like just me, we have vulnerabilities too. We have those days or those weeks where we feel weak yeah. mentally, physically, yeah. emotionally. But obviously we still get up every single day and we make it look like it's not there. We fight through it. Yes. But whenever we get that moment to be able to actually sit down and share with it, you know, with, with somebody that, 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 that you trust and, and, and you care for, I think that's when, you know, you get out of that a lot quicker and faster. I, I want to say, this is just my experience, but where I really struggled was just, unfortunately because of social media. I think with social media, again, we, we only see wins, right? right? We only see these happiness thoughts. We see right. engagements, we see babies, you know, we see a lot of beautiful things and I don't want to turn anyone those down. But it's just, you rarely see the opposite side, right? And I think because you don't see it on social media, which is a huge part of our lives nowadays, it's kind of like, well, if they're not on social media, maybe it's not right for me to speak about it. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. And and I've heard, you know, a couple of people that I follow and, and, and some stories is obviously social media, you know, we all, we all post our wins, right? Yeah. We all post smiles and yeah. we all post happiness and we all post obviously the happy moments right yeah. and it's really hard to share those moments because again it's it's being bull in world but you know there's nothing wrong with that you know i think we all have that those moments and we always face those moments and and those are the moments that really again makes us stronger and we have to have our community or our group or our core people uh that we rely on you know to discuss our situations and our you know our ups and our downs that we're able to basically you know helps us lift us on those moments I want to go into, because one of the things when we had that discussion that hit home for me that I've repeated multiple times to my friends after having that discussion with you was yes. Ricardo, who I consider you like a mentor, someone that I want to, you know, as a human being, I think you're just, an uh, aptitude of it is just amazing. And I think, and I tell them, well, hey, if Ricardo's gone through this, like I'm not, I'm not so, you know, yeah. wickedly weird, I guess, yeah. right? Like if Ricardo himself goes through this and it really opened my eyes to like, wow, if Ricardo goes through this, even till this day, you were saying yeah. how those ups and downs, yeah. who else that I probably revere with such respect right. is probably going through things like this over and over again. Yeah. What, so I guess my question is, is like when you're on those lows, right? Cause every year you were mentioning there's ups and downs. Mm -hmm. What, what's the mindset at that time? Like, how do you, what's like, how do you dig yourself out of that? 
Well, first off, I truly believe that when I go through those downs, that I'm, I'm polishing myself. Okay. I get into that state of mind that, you know, in the moment, it's quickly to think, oh, I'm losing the hang of this, right? You start losing credibility, right? You lose, you lose um, confidence in yourself. Yeah. Even though you built whatever you built is you lose confidence on yourself. And uh, what goes through my mind on those moments, I lose confidence. Mm -hmm. And I think we all go through that. We lose confidence. Uh, but through, again, my readings and my mornings routines that allows me to really get my state of mind into the state of mind that I'm looking to be on a daily basis, it allows me to really dig deep, digest the moment, and really understand what I'm going through, why I'm going through it, but most importantly, what am I going to learn from it? And I try to allow my morning routine, which is huge for me, Seth. It's the connection with God, uh, my reading, yeah. you know, my spiritual connection, my my physical workout, my physical, mentally, and spiritual workout. Um, it allows me to really just try to get out of it as quickly as possible, but at the same time, study the circumstances that got me there so that I can figure it out at the end of the day, what's the message behind it that once... I get through it and I build momentum again and I start building confidence back on myself. I know where the growth came from and, and what was a, the true message behind it? Because I think we, we all get them. And I, I, I don't, and I think I can speak on myself and, and other people as well. I think we all go through them. Uh, but again, it's, it's how quickly we can get out of them, but how much did we learn from them? Mm. Because all, all those moments makes us just, they make us stronger. You know, anytime we go through compression, it's because, you know, once we get out of it, we're going to be stronger. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? We're going to be stronger. It's just like a muscle. It's a muscle that needs to be worked on. And, and, and it's part of growth. It's part of understanding. And it's part of becoming stronger to deal with bigger situations mm -hmm. in life at a later point in life. So two points, I guess, is the first thing is. You don't, even if you're going through those stages of those downs, you don't let go of your morning routine. No, I don't. Because you I, know why? Because I have fear. Fear gets to me that if I stop doing it, then all of a sudden I'm going to start getting sidetracked. It's like the commitment to saying, no, I cannot mm -hmm. stop because I know the feeling of doing it. And even if I feel like crap, I don't feel good. There's that day. I force myself out of bed and I still go out and do what I need to do because I know that's my way out. Mm, yeah, I think and I think you hit it home, right? Which I was looking for. I think so many people get caught up on that feeling, right? You know, that uh, the feeling of sadness and loneliness or it's just the negative feeling. They start abandoning all of their habits. And I think at that point, you're just- That's where you get dragged more into it. You're getting it. into it, right? Yeah, you, you, you stay longer- because, again, you'd allow all that to drag you even more down. You're mentally now allowing that to get more to you. Therefore, you're mentally obviously beating yourself even more, mm. which drags you more. And it's a longer span of time frame because you're actually not doing anything really productive about it to try to get you out of it as quickly as possible. It. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting, you know, and I think when you when you talked about the subject and, and we were going to recap on our conversation that, that we've had, I've been just kind of, my mind has just been going back to some of those moments, mm -hmm. you know, moments that I have lived 
you know, just literally a month ago or a few days ago, because, you know, we all go through them. And yeah. it's we're, we're just emotional human beings. Right. Mm. We're happy right now. Later, something happens. Then all of a sudden we have an issue and it's depending on how we yeah. deal with it. It brings us down. And it can be so quick. It, yes. So now how do we train ourselves? Right. And I think I've talked to you about this for the longest time ever since I met you is my morning routines, my books, my connection with God, my my physical, you know, workout, all all that combination of everything is that I can prepare my mind, my body and my spirit to be able to be ready for those moments mm. where I can handle them the best. Mm -hmm. And they can get out of it as quickly as possible. But therefore, I got to build the muscle for it, right? Yeah. And for me, that's obviously part of the reason. Well, not only the only reason, but that's part of why I do my morning routines is I'm preparing myself to deal with life. Yes. To deal with circumstances. Right. To deal with problems, situations. Therefore, I can handle them to the best of my ability based on I'm preparing myself. For that battle, because every day, as we say, it's a battle, yes, right? Yeah. There's that saying. Yeah. And that I'm preparing for battle every morning. I'm preparing for battle. I need to go out and I got to win the battle. And even if I get beaten out today, man, I'm getting up again tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my routine <laughs> and I got to go into that battle tomorrow. Uh, I think I've told you this. And for those audience that does not know. Uh, you've made me, well, you plus my colleagues and my influence of circle have made me a morning person now as well, right? So yeah. uh, I'm up at 3.30 now. I'm at the That's gym by cool. 4 a.m. And uh, Pablo, which is one of our mutual friends, mm -hmm. he was telling me just today how funny is this, is he didn't he didn't feel like he'd go in the gym today. Yeah. He was at the gym 30 minutes in. He's like, I really didn't feel like coming today. And I've just been in this rut for yeah. the last couple of days. And then he goes, but I'm glad I'm dragging myself here. Right. And it, it just, it, it, connected with what you were saying right. which is th and this is something with physical fitness right, yeah. which is one of the pillars is even though he's in that rut even though he's not feeling it he's dragging himself because he knows that that's the way out out of it it's a slump it's like you know i talk about slumps because we're you know we're big baseball people and i always see that it's a slump we're yeah. going through a slump in life we could go through a slump in business and it affects us emotionally. We can go through a slump at home on our marriage with our wife. Uh, we can go through a slump with our kids. You know, situations that happen, we're going through a slump, right? But we have to know and understand that's where self-awareness comes in, Seth. And uh, through my morning reading this, this morning on my book that I'm reading right now, it brought up another awareness that if you're not reading you're not growing. Hmm. If you're not re if you're not a reader, you're not growing. You're just allowing life to, you know, to assist you on your growth, but you're just allowing the surroundings of just life, you know, you'll grow as what you're around in the surroundings, but if you're not a reader, you're not really growing. Hmm. So that really even it, it, that even gave me just even more motivation to say, man, I'm I'm a reader. And, and I love reading and, and I want to continue to read because it just reiterates it, it's growth. It's it's we grow through reading and through all those, you know, morning preparation that 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 we do. But, you know, going back to that is it's, it's just a slump. And how quickly do we get out of that slump? It's having a routine that is going to help us get out of that slump mm. as quickly as possible. So that's obviously the answer. And I think, you know, the, the reason he. He's pushing himself to get in there is because he may be aware of it. He may not know, 
but he's understanding that I got to I got to get back something in here. Life is pushing and in. I know something yeah. at some point is going to click back in and I'm going to get back in, in rhythm and, and I'm going to get out of this slump. Wow. For me, I'll tell you, and I like how you're saying self-development, personal growth. I started this journey just probably around the same time we started this podcast of personal growth, right? I was so yeah. money-minded, business-minded. Right. And I felt, I think I told you, I think that was part of the reason why I was in this slump as well, a long slump, was mm-hmm. I wasn't focusing on my personal development yeah. as a human being. And I think you lost connection probably along the way I'll with guaranteed, yourself. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, talking, we're talking years. Yeah. And again, now that I'm reconnected, I'm really in that process still, right? Right. Um, I think I've publicized this too. I kid you not. My personal growth has filled so much to the point where it's overflowing in my other parts of my life now. That's awesome. It's overflowing my physical life. It's overflowing in my, I make God bless more than I did prior. Right. And I'm happier as a human being. Right. And that's when you start understanding, man, this is actually the formula, right? You know, but we, but see, we got to go through certain stages. Yes. We got to go through compression, right? Yes. We got to go through those moments that a lot of times is, it's thanks to those moments. Yeah is that we start seeking for other things. Mm-hmm. We're seeking for information. We're looking for answers so that we could fulfill our lifestyles. Yes. And see, that situation led you to start seeking for other things. Yes. That allows you to start looking into other things that are going to fulfill you mm-hmm. in all aspects. And, and that's the beauty about growth. Yes. Is that you go through stages and then you're seeking for what's next. Right. Absolutely. What's coming. You know, that's why I'm on my books every single day, man. That's why I'm on what I do every single day. I'm just looking for answers. I'm looking for growth. I'm looking for the next chapter. I'm looking for the next answers. I'm looking for the next thing. And and I'm just looking to improve so that I could continue to, you know, grow and I can continue to just be better at what I do and and start obviously looking at what's ahead. And, and I'm excited because I know that the light takes me further out every single time. Yes, absolutely. I want to, one of the things I'll tell you that helped me was again, that conversation with you, of course, was like, I feel like one of the catalysts, but really identifying it. Right. I think going back to, you know, to a couple minutes of our conversation, which was when you're in those slumps, I feel like the, the natural response is denial. I'm not sad. Yeah. Um, this is I'll be fine. I'll bounce back in an hour. Yeah. I'll bounce back. This is just how I'm currently feeling. And then as it prolonged, I think finally just admitting it, like, hey, Seth, you're in a slump. Right. Right. Identifying like you're having clarity on where you're at right, right now. So that way you, I think at that point can then initiate at least mentally a plan to get out of that slump. Yeah, I totally agree. It's you have to know first why you're in, you're in that slump. Mm. What led you to get into that slump? What originated it or what situations cost you to get there and how you're going to work your way out of it based on understanding, obviously, a game plan. And at the same time, also, what's the message behind it? What's mm. what's the learning experience yes. behind it? Yes. And then in most of the cases to try to get excited, even though you're not in that state of mind, yes. but to get excited to know, hey, there's something good you know, coming out of this. You, you literally hit it on the nail. I've been having this conversation with my little brother as I, I talk to him a lot about uh-huh. him and a couple of my friends now. And I tell them, I'm so grateful that I went through that. Yeah. And I, and I was going to sound crazy, but um, I almost felt like I was on a rubber band. And I have, I have resilience. We've talked about resilience right. before. I know I won't snap. Yeah. But as you're going down, it's a scary place to be. Right. But I, I kitchen this. It's like a rubber band. I went so low, but finally, when that rubber band was to bounce me back up, right. I've never felt this high in my life. That's awesome, man. You know, that's and awesome. So I, it's almost like I use the metaphor as rubber band as your resilience. Yeah. As long as you know you won't snap. 
uh-huh. you can go as low as you want. Well, let me tell you, when, once you were saying that, it's, I have a few friends of mine that, you know, when we have that discussion, they're always like, I'm actually excited. Yeah. I'm looking towards having one of those slumps. Yes. Because I know there's something better Bigger that's going to come yes. behind it. Yes. So, again, guys, everything is about how you look at it, how you prepare yourself, and how your mind takes it, understanding that you have to go through that yes. in order for growth to happen, yes. in order for the bigger thing to happen. Right. As long as you don't let yourself stay on that slump and you never get out of that slump, right? right? Because a lot of people, unfortunately, goes through those lumps and uh, and they never figure their ways out of the slumps, again, because they probably never took any action or never approached somebody they cared for or somebody to just speak about their situation, somebody that could listen to them and and tell them, hey, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It happens. It's life situations that I'm sure that as long as you just put your mind set to it, you start getting a couple of, of just positive routines within your day and you do a couple of things, you pick up a book, you read on the subject or you do this, you're going to get back on track yes. sooner or later. Yeah. I, I want to just clarify for the audience um, before we move on to the next topic, which Again, you hit it. You hit it right on the nail, Ricardo. And I've told this to multiple of my friends is I'm looking forward to my next slump now. Yeah. I'm grateful for it. I'm, yeah. I know I can't wait for it to come because I know that that breakdown is going to lead to a huge, huge breakthrough. And the biggest thing is identifying it. Yes. Do you see what I'm saying is identifying it that is there and identifying and understanding that something, something is coming from it. And that's just a, just a, such a healthier mindset to be in. Right. Yeah. That, it, it's, it's almost like you're setting yourself up for success. Yeah. Prior, you know, I think what it does is it's kind of purifying you too. Mm. It's purifying you and preparing you and giving you that moment for growth, for growth, for change to happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And other decisions and things to be done that weren't done before. Mm. I tell you guys, if you're not going to take it from me, take it from Ricardo, who's incredibly successful as a human being, as a businessman, and just overall family life. Uh, Take that mindset. And I've been practicing it. It's been working for me. And I hope everyone in the audience practices it also. Absolutely. It'll it'll work wonders. It's definitely... uh, it's definitely something to to pick up and absolutely experience it and and challenge yourself to do that. Absolutely. All right. Wow. So I definitely want to move on to the next topic, which is somewhat related because we t- we you've touched upon it a couple of times. It's support group. How do you d- identify it? Like, I mean, you're married. Like, God bless, and you know, you have kids as well. Who? I guess my question is, who is your support group, and how did you identify them? Um, I go to my wife, you know, a lot of the stuff, I think we have a really, really good, strong relationship where we trust each other so much, um, that we try to be as open as possible on our ups and downs. And I think as the years of marriage have gone on, we have grown tremendously as a couple, uh, things that we couldn't talk to each other about our vulnerabilities as well. Yes. Cause a lot of times think about it is when you're vulnerable to your wife, what do you think immediately? Oh, she's going to use that yeah. towards my, you know, oh, towards my advantage, Yes, towards her advantage. So a lot of times you don't want to express certain things. So um, I, I go to my wife. I talk to her. I have a couple of friends uh, within my sphere that I go to uh, whenever I need to speak about something. But it's just having a core, you know, couple of people or, or somebody. And if you don't have anybody, then go up to, you know, obviously to God or to whoever you you trust and believe in and, and, and you have faith on 
and and just express your feelings and just by expressing it and releasing it it's a big it's a big release for yourself yes, yes. you know but I, I i go to my wife a lot and and we chat over situations and we empower each other we support each other and and we try to help ourselves up to get us lifted you know from the moment that we're facing I, I think it's just it's so important, like you were saying, to release. Yes. Right. Like anything else, I think it just multiplies when it stays in your system for so long. Yeah, yeah. Um, how? I mean, what is what's the setup? Like, is it just a just is it straight to your wife? Just talk to her. Is it a like what's I guess what's your practice? Do you tend to hold things in? Do you tend to just find the right moment to talk to her about it? Find the right moment. Yeah. Uh, depending on what you're facing and what you're dealing with, uh, if it was something that obviously you know it's gonna take some time you know, to, 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 to get through it, uh, find the right moment, find the right time and just say, listen, I need to sit down and talk to you about something Mm -hmm. that I'm facing or I'm dealing with, or I'm feeling, and I really need you to understand and and just listen to me and, 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 and let's discuss it because it's something that is important, uh, that, um, I just need, I need your support. I need you to listen to me and, and, um, and, and help me through it. I think we've talked about this multiple times, which is the having, like true listening skills, being a hundred percent present. Well, that, yeah, the being present on the moment, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think one of the ways that I've been identifying, at least, my support group recently is uh, when I have these conversations, I really try to look for that connection, like that right. full one hundred percent present. Right. Especially in today's world, I mean, especially as a millennial, I tell you, like, there's so many distractions. Yeah. Cell phones, social media. Heck, I mean, Meg, maybe they're going through their own things. Maybe they have their job in the back of their right. mind. And it, like I think you've said, mentioned it to me where it's so easy for you to at least to pick up on whether they're actually listening or right. not. Um, what would I guess your couple tips on that be? Like how do you how do you verify if someone's truly one hundred percent present? It's well for me, it's easy to identify. It's just it's the energy and the connection when I talk to somebody. And I don't know, man. It's it's hard to explain it, but I can sense the energy if I'm talking to someone. I know if that someone is really paying attention mm. or whether they're talking to me, but they're thinking of something else and other things that are going through their mind. It's really hard to explain how to identify it, but I identify it based on on their concentration level, based on our conversation. And and I, I, I've read on one of my books is that, you know, the more you read the more you actually concentrate more on what you're doing mm. because just the fact of reading you concentrate on reading you become more focused on even on tasks that you do so i'm able to really identify you know people when i have conversations as to whether again they're there on the moment or they're just listening to a 50 40% of what i'm speaking yeah. and then the rest are just distracted and then it happens because you know we get distracted very easily for because we have so many things going mm-hmm. on right but um it's one of those things man i've been able to identify uh within time and it's based on my own growth itself right you kind of feel the energy the vibe yes. and you can yes. kind of understand it from and there and the connection with your support group do you find the majority of people you like you've heard the term devil's advocate Right, which is yes. uh-huh. the, the idea to disagree with them right. and to see the other point of view. Right. Do you find that your support group typically, when you go to them for anything really, but especially for you know deep conversations like this, that they may sometimes even throw the exact opposite argument at you and you know give you maybe a new perspective? I've had some conversations, yes. Yeah. And I've been more open to understand that my point of view is not always going to be and that's, obviously yeah. the right thing, and, and that's, I have I, to understand that you know he could be right and I could be right. Yes. But just looking at it in two different set of eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And accepting the fact that I'm not right, that he could be right, 
but just on his own point of view and accepting it, digesting it, and coming up with uh, with a, a conclusion based off of that. The reason why I say that is because when I was going through my stage and really getting myself out of it, uh, my little brother is a great example of this. Uh-huh. I, I tell him how I'm feeling, and I'm telling my perspective, and he wouldn't agree with me. <laughs> He'd give uh-huh. me the exact opposite. And I think we're so used to having people agree with us because like it makes right. us feel good. And I'll tell you, like I had to take a step back and say, wait, I think he has a point. Right. And now if you ask me, you know, two months later after this conversation I, would ha- I had with him, right. I'm like, he was 100% right. Right. And I was so close-minded to think, oh, well, I'm 100% right. No one else can right. be. H- how have you trained yourself to accept other people's opinions like that? <sighs> Through personal development again, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I think I was a very stubborn guy, my yeah. way or only my way. But again, through personal development years and, and just maturing to understand that, you know, everybody has a different point of view and I have to respect their point of view and I have to understand that there's different ways of looking at it that he may not be wrong or might be right and, and vice versa. We, mo- we, might, we both may be right, but just, just in different perspectives. Yeah, like nothing's right? black and white really, Ex- right? Exactly. It's, yeah. a, it's a very interesting subject that I think it requires another podcast just yes. to discuss that but but that's kind of the way i see it you know mm. and again it's through personal development so it kind of led me to my next topic which is the final which is identifying yourself uh-huh. right identifying yourself as a human being and who you want to be and where you want to go and so forth right i'm assuming majority of this has helped you was because i mean you've told me the ricardo from before books the ricardo from person before personal development is not the same ricardo as today correct what when did that like, was it a, oh, Ricardo, you need to identify yourself as a better human being and like start that journey today? What, what was the, I guess, the, I, the, the moment? Did you have clarity that, hey, I need to become a better human being? Was this something that you found out after the fact? No, it's always been there. I've, I've always have conscious understanding that, you know, life is about getting better, right? Getting better every single day, um, but having more conscious awareness that, it's getting better, but getting better at what, right? If we're working on something, what are we trying to get better what at? What are we working on? Exactly. Obviously, we were becoming obviously better at certain areas, but we were not working on other areas. So it was more conscious awareness of understanding that I needed to work on all areas of my life, mm-hmm. meaning you know, as a human being, as a business person, as a husband, as a father. And just through literature, I started realizing so many lacks and so many areas that I needed to work on that just triggered me to be just hungry to to learn and, and, and improve myself because I just wanted to be, a, in general, a better human being. Mm-hmm. And based off of those experiences, it automatically transpired into all other areas of my life, business and, and, and everything else around me. How do you identify yourself? Like, as like Ricardo as a human being, like, uh-huh. like, do you, have you like written them down? Like, you know, Ricardo is this kind of a man, you know, boom, 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 My boom. principles. Yeah. You know, I go back to my principles, how I was raised, how I, you know, what I think and feel it's, 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 it's being a good human being and, and, and my principles, my connection with God, my relationship with my religion and, and knowing that I'm being a true good citizen and a true good Christian as a human being based on the way I'm supposed to live life. Mm. So you've identified yourself through, I mean, through multiple means, but particularly through the spiritual mean. Yes. Which is my main foundation. I think that's so important, right? Like, mm-hmm. like for me, if you ask me, for example, Seth, Seth, 
one of my principles is just be kind, love, and you yeah. know many many of the positive things. Yeah. Of course, and I think the the more you have a foundation for it, the less movable you are. Right, it's, yeah. it's almost like it's it's not negotiable for me right. to act in the exact opposite way. Yeah, because you make better decisions and you make decisions based off of your principles mm-hmm. and your foundation. And and no, that's that doesn't go with me because that's not who I am. I can't do that because that's not part of who I am. That's not my principles. That's not my belief. That's not what makes me feel in good connection with myself, mm-hmm. with my spirit, and and obviously with God. So. I guess mainly for the audience, including myself, I think a lot of us will, we're not as, I guess, well endowed on our principles yet. Let's say, for example, I have a principle of, you know, being just a stronger human being as far as physical, right? Yeah. Or physically and just, and really sticking to what my, you know, as a man of my word. How do you, I guess, do you identify, how do you build that principle? Do you identify it first and then what, create habits around that principle to finally, you know, become so that it's ingrained in you? Yes. Understanding who you are. First is understanding who you are. As of that moment. Exactly. Okay. And then from there, where you identify the principle that you want to build? Well, going back to that is basically identifying yourself, who you are, and basically what you are and and how you present yourself to yourself as being, you know, that person that you want to be. Mm -hmm. You know, that person that if you were to see that person on that side and it was you, how do you perceive yourself? How do you want to see yourself? Or what what individual you want to become. Right. And that's obviously how you built your principles and your foundation as to what you're going to do and what decisions you're going to make and how you're going to develop yourself to get there. So let's use you as an example, as a mm-hmm. personal experience. So you began reading. Was that on a whim? Was that on a, hey, like, I need to do this? And, like, does that make sense? Does- it was just more of understanding that I needed to know more, that okay. I did not know enough. Yeah. I just knew the basics. Um, I needed to learn. I needed to uh, become better. And the only way I knew I was going to become better was by reading, mm-hmm. by reading and understanding other people's lifestyles, other people that um, that I admire their lifestyle, that I admire who they are as human beings. And and I knew I was going to learn stuff that would now be able for me to come back and apply it into my own life. So you had clarity that, of course, you were not a reader at that moment. Correct. And then, and then you—I think we talked about this before. You just slowly started the habit, very slowly, right? Yes. A couple pages a day, yes. Ten pages a day, yes. And now I think like what two hours almost, hour and a half to two hours. And I would argue that now it's it's your principle, right? Correct. To to begin reading, to to create self development. Yes. Um, because like I can tell you, like for example, for me, one of my one of my things that I lack is, um, sometimes I get angry, right? Mm-hmm. I get angry with, uh, not necessarily for no no reason, but let's say for when they're not the best version of themselves, when right. they're acting out of what I expect of them, I right. become angry. Right. And when you're angry, as you probably know, you, you, you don't, your actions don't necessarily flow with your principles, which Correct. you t- typically be. So I've told myself mentally, like Seth, you need to work on this. Right. So what would you suggest for me? It's part of the process. Okay. It's not going to change overnight. Mm. Um, because I'm, I'm very similar like that. And I used to snap a lot quicker and mm. faster. Uh, but just time and matureness and my reading and, and being aware and self-aware about it is that whenever that moment happened, I would just step back, take a breather mm-hmm. before I react or say anything. Yeah. And then by the time I reacted or said something, I was already in a better state of mind before I actually answered back, whether if I would have just answered right on the moment 
I would have obviously answered in the wrong way. Non-productive And way. I would have yeah. disrespected probably somebody by the way I came out at them, my tonality of my voice, or just what I said. Mm. So it's mainly being able to immediately understand and identify the, the situation in the moment, step back, breathe in, breathe out, cool down a little bit, step back in, and actually handle the situation with a much better response. Yeah, because I'll tell you, like one of my characteristics I would love to build would be something like that. Like kind of like, yeah. I don't know, that falls like, I guess, within patience slash uh, level-headed, yeah. right? To, yeah. to be able to, because I'm sure you've been in the same situation where multiple times you you do that. Like, ah, oh, I, I wish I had yeah. taken a step back. Yeah, well, we make those mistakes, man. But I make them less now, though. Okay. I make them less. I used to be more. I make them less. And I hope that I get to a point in the near future where that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It's, not, it's just no longer. Because it doesn't bother me anymore. You know why? Because you get to a point where you accept it and you understand it's going to happen. And when it does happen, you deal with it better. That makes sense. It, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, which was if you're expecting sadness, like if you're expecting mm -hmm. that slump. Right. But if you're looking forward to it. Right. You're going to handle it better. Well, it's one of those things is um, I had somebody share with me the other day. It's they got really pissed off because of a situation that has happened a couple of times with another one of our colleagues. And I said, but why you get on that state of mind? Why do you get so upset about it? If we know in reality that happens as not as periodically as we want it to happen, but we're, we kind of already know yes. that we expected this to happen. Right. Why do we have to get so mad about it if we kind of already prepared ourselves to know it's going to happen again sometime in the near future? Therefore, I kind of prepared myself. And if, when it does happen, then I'm able to react to it better. Wow. I like that. I think this kind of goes among the lines of what is it? If you if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah, there you go. Right. It's, it's, yeah. just, and it's, it's getting yourself in that mindset of, hey, yeah. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Super cool, man. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, I think that's going to wrap up today's episode. We're already in, wow, we're in about 35 minutes. Uh, would you like any last minute notes on for the audience? I'm uh, just going, picking up to the beginning of the, uh, of the topic is let's just, you know, have the ability to speak out and have the ability to talk to somebody mm. and understand that we're going, when we're going through those down moments is it's, it's allow yourself to speak out, you know, to speak up with somebody that you trust or somebody that you feel connected with and share, obviously, those moments. It's going to make you feel better. But at the same time, have a game plan, mm. right? Have a game plan that you go through in a procedure and something that helps you. And if you don't have one, then you need to find one because I know that's going to help you eventually deal with those moments. And you're going to be able to get off of that slump, you know, quicker than you usually do by not reacting and doing something you know, towards getting out of that slump. Wow. And I definitely want to add too is if you have productive habits that you like, for example, your morning routine. Yes. Mm -hmm. Don't let them go in those slumps. That's probably the most dangerous thing. You it's, can do. it's hard because we don't want to do it. Yes. Right? We don't feel like doing it. Yes. That. But that's when you, again, you build more character. Wow. You know, you prepare and, and, and you fight back and, and you get prepared for, you know, for battle. Mm. So I just obviously um, wish that all of you guys uh, pick up some good, you know, nuggets and information from today's topic and and that somehow it helps somebody out there right now that is going through this and, and it allows them to just, you know, figure it out quicker and, and, and get back on the rhythm. Awesome. Wait, well, hey, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Till next time.